Welcome to She's the DJ Podcast. My name is Kiana, also known as DJ Q Boogie. I'm a wife, mother, grandmother, motivator, old school hip hop lover, and founder of the Female DJ Association. I went from full-time corporate employee to full-time creative entrepreneur and built a successful DJ business. This podcast is part of my mission to help empower new and experienced female DJs, help you to build and enhance your DJ skills, elevate your business, and more than anything, help you do what you love and get paid doing it. We will be showcasing female DJs and business owners, share experiences, tips, and resources to get you ready and prepared to have a successful DJ business and build the confidence and power to create your own opportunities. Welcome to She's the DJ Podcast. My name is Kiana, also known as DJ Q Boogie, and we have another phenomenal award-winning DJ from Virginia in the building with us today. How you doing, Melody? I'm good. How are you? I am fabulous. I cannot complain. And it's just so good to see you. (laughs) I know. It's been so long. I'm so excited to like support you and all the things you're doing. So this is like so exciting. Thank you for the opportunity. Of course. Same here. I always, you know, am happy to support you in any way that I can. It's just to, I, so let me start here. I, I was trying to figure out like, where did we meet? But I think it was on like Clubhouse. Yeah. So this is what happened. So we were on Clubhouse and I like was in this room with you and I was like, whoa, this chick is awesome. So I like st- like cyber stalked you on like Instagram or whatever. And then you were like really good friends with DJ Love Her, which is like one of the amazing DJs on my female DJ team. And I was like, what? Like how did, and you were like, oh no, we like go back to Connecticut days. Like, and I was like, it's such a small world. So, and I was talking to Natalie, DJ Love Her. And she was like, no, she's good people. Like you need to be friends with her. So I was like, all right, that's like, that's done. So like, we're, that's it. We're friends. So great. It, and that was like, that was like last year, this time, maybe, I think. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was about this. It might have been like a little bit into 2020, because I think like during the pandemic, that was when like Clubhouse blew up, you know, like everybody was like, I need social, like I have socialization in my life. Like, so we were trying to find any outlet we could to talk to people, you know. You're right. And it was so funny because I remember when DJ Love Her she, when she moved to Virginia from Connecticut, she was like, I asked her if she was DJing and stuff like that. And she said she started working with someone. So, you know, it was just so fun, funny, like months later to find you and we find each other yeah. on Clubhouse. So that's yeah. why I think, you know, everything happens for a reason. I always feel like that. And I know yeah. you're that type of person too. Very positive, very uplifting and that is really one of the things that attracted me to you. Like you're always, you know, happy and just motivational, like just all of the positive things, you know? Well, it's cool because it's one of those things where it's like you, you know, like I am a strong believer, like in God personally. And like, I feel like we all are here for a purpose, like whether you believe in God or the universe or anything, it's like, for me, I strongly believe like one of my main purposes in this life is to uplift and empower and encourage everybody around me. Cause like, if you don't create a good community of strong people who just want the best for each other, it's like, 
what are we doing? You know? And so like, for me, that's, that's really important. And so like, it's really become like lately in my career, like all that I do is like really to uplift and empower. And so I love it. It's fun. I love you for that. And it's also good to keep positive people around you, you know? It really yes, you are, yes, you are your community, like a hundred percent, like your people. Yes. And, and for you to be cool with DJ, love her. And that's one of my, that's my homie. That's my, <laughs> right here. I'm like, okay. Like how she told you that I was good people's. I know that you are good people's and I've, I've witnessed that firsthand. So I, I truly appreciate you and everything that you do. And so you're, you're very talented. Like you sing, you dance. You act like you do all of this stuff and you're a dope DJ. How did you get into all of that? So as a little girl, I always grew up singing and dancing. So like all my life, like I was like, I'm going to be on Broadway. Like that was like my dream, you know? And so, and I had extremely encouraging parents. Like I am very blessed with two strong, amazing, super supportive, loving parents who were like, whatever you want to do with your life, like go for it. You know, like some of my friends, I would, I would be in like drama camp with some of my friends and they'd be like, yeah, I can only do this on the side. Like my parents want me to be an accountant or a doctor and whatever. And I was like, oh, my parents are helping me move to New York and eat SpaghettiOs for the rest of my life. So I can like be on Broadway, (laughs) you know? And so I, I just wanted to pursue that, like, just go for it. And so I went to college in New York City for musical theater and got into that and, you know, toured with Sesame Street and did a lot of like children's theater and fun things like that. And then, yeah, I had this moment when I was in my musical theater career and I was like, you know, I don't want my career and like what I do to be like who I am. Like, I want to be more than that. Like, I don't want to just be an actress or a singer or a dancer or like Melody Waters is this, like, I wanted it to be like, I really truly enjoyed like what I was doing. And so I just took a break. Like I was like, is musical theater something I want to do for the rest of my life? Like, is this like still my passion? Is it still like who I identify as or whatever? Like I was kind of having an identity crisis. <laughs> so I moved home to Virginia and I started just as a side job DJing. And I was like, wait, I like love this. <laughs> and so, yeah, so I just started doing it like full time. And I'm like you, you know, like I'm a go big or go home kind of person. And so I'm like always listening to signs in the universe. And I was like, all right, well, my dream has always been to perform at Disney World. So if I can become a DJ or a performer at Disney World, then like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. You wait, know, because it's like, wait, 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 wait. So we gotta, <laughs> wait a second. Because you said a whole bunch of stuff right there. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> because I think that's super duper amazing. And I know a lot of people want to know how you got there. But so did you teach yourself how to DJ? Or did you have so, a mentor? What'd you say? <laughs> have a mentor or how did you, how did you? I did, did, yeah. So I reached out, I used to in high school, I was a dancer on a dinner cruise ship locally in the area. And that was my first job. Like people are like, I worked at McDonald's, I worked whatever. I was like, I got randomly cast on this like dinner cruise ship. Like my life was just really random. 
But, um, <laughs> and so I was dancing on this dinner cruise ship and I worked with all of the DJs there. So like when I moved back home, I kept in touch with some of them and I was just like, Hey, like, do you know any work? Like I could be a motivational dancer, you know, like I could go to your parties and like get on the dance floor and be like, yo, I'll teach you a line dance or whatever. Like I was thinking more in that world. Cause I was such like into the dancing, acting, singing and all of that. And they were like, well, you should just try to be a DJ. Like, why don't you just like try to do this? And I always thought of a DJ as like, you know, that like corny DJ at a birthday party who's like, come on, y'all, like Simon says, or like, just like, I don't know, super like corny and annoying. And I was like, I don't want to be that. And they were like, no, no, no. Like DJing is more than that. Like, it's not, that's like going out. Like, that's not the trend anymore. And I was like, okay. So I just started, yeah, I started working with all of the people at the, like a local DJ entertainment company that's in my area. And all these DJs like took me in and mentored me. And one person at the company, like he was like, well, I know my friend is looking for DJs down in Florida. And I was like, all right. So that's when I was like, let me audition for Disney World. (laughs) And I like went down on a whim, like, cause like my philosophy in life, like you're, I feel like you're very similar to me, right? Like I feel like it's life is too short to live in fear. Like, I feel like very you, it's just so crazy. It's like, I just feel like time is ticking so fast and I just want to live my life. Like, I don't want to get in my head too much, like overanalyze. Like, I just want to do things. And so sometimes I like get into this place where I'm like, I'm just going to do it. So I like moved to Florida auditioned for Universal and Disney and got with some great mentors and just continued to learn from them and got it. And when did you, so for me, when I started learning how to DJ, it probably took me about maybe I would say like two years to even say DJ Q Boogie, you know, but before I even put it out there, because I wanted to make sure that I at least knew the basics, you know, I wanted to represent the art of DJing. How long did it take you to say, I am DJ Melody? I think it took about a year and a half or two years. I think like, yeah, because it's one of those things where I meet DJs all the time and they're like, I'm a DJ for my bedroom. And I'm like, yeah, I would have never said that. Like, I would have never been that. You know what I mean? Like if I was DJing in my bedroom or like learning how, I never, ever would have decided that I was like an official. Because I just care about how I appear to other people too much. Like I care about how I think, like how people see me and perceive me. So it's like, yeah, you don't want to, I don't know. You, you don't want to like go out and on a limb and be like, I'm this amazing DJ. And you're not like, you're just learning how to mix or something, you know? (laughs) Trust me. I know what you're talking about. I, (laughs) I really do. You know, I do. You know, we've had some talks about, you know, even knowing how to properly transition, you know, you know, that's, that's, that's big to me, you know, what type of DJ do you describe yourself as? Like, how would you describe yourself as a DJ? I would say I'm more home, but yeah, I would say I'm more of an entertainer. Mm. So like, I think that I am really tuned into like the client experience because I'm obsessed with like the psychology behind it, you know, like with how people are sitting down eating dinner and then like 
they they're listening, but they're not listening. You know, it's all subconscious. And then they transition into dinner and like, I mean, they transition into dancing and like how every moving piece like creates something. And so it's like, I'm constantly looking at the back end of that, like looking at people's energy and how to like move all of those moving parts. I'm not as obsessed with like this song is exactly perfect with this song into this song, but at the same time, like transitions are everything. So if you're, you know, like with music, it's so important to make people feel like they're continuously dancing into this one vibe, you know? And so for me, like when the dance party starts, yes, it's all about like smooth transitions, but it's also about like making them feel like it's an interactive experience. So getting on the microphone, talking to them, making them feel engaged, like creating those magical moments. Like that's what I learned from Disney world is like, this is like a 50th birthday party that they're never going to have ever again. You know, like this is a once in a lifetime event, whatever it is. And so like just taking it as like that important every single time is like my big thing. Like that's, that's really important to me. Yes. Creating a total experience for your client and their guests that, Mm -hmm. that, yeah, that's big for me too. So I totally, I totally get that. What's like the best or one of your favorite events that you've ever DJed and you, you know, you felt good after you left and you're like, yes, I did that. And this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm doing what I love. This is why. I would say the very first event I felt that way was actually when I was DJing, like right before the Star Wars fireworks at Walt Disney World. And it was like the most random thing, right? Because they like, it was so funny. It's, it's one of those things where sometimes you know how like you're living your life and you're like, is this really my life? Like you like pinch yourself. You're like, what? Like I, and I'm, it's just crazy. I was um, given the opportunity to DJ this like four hour show with all the characters dancing. It was called Adventure Happens Here. Like right where the blue hat used to be at Hollywood studios, but they like took it out and they now have like a stage or whatever. And so I was DJing right before the Star Wars fireworks. And I was like doing all these dances, like encouraging everybody to dance, you know, and stuff. And then I like looked out and I realized there were like at least 7,000 people, like literally just like right in front of me doing the YMCA with me, like little me. And like, I was like, and they were like all listening. Like I literally had the attention of like all of these people and they were so hyped about the YMCA. And I was just like, I made it like, this is it. Like that, that's like what I always wanted to feel as a Broadway performer. Like, but I felt it as that, you know, it's like, I was like, Oh, like that's, But then that's also really cool because as a DJ, it's like, yeah, like that's super epic and amazing. But then you have the opportunity to feel the exact same way when you do like a birthday party. So it's like, for me, I just DJed this 90th uh, birthday party for this woman who's just like a ball of energy. She's like beautiful light, wonderful human being. And her family and friends like adore her, you know? And there were only like 20 people there. But it's like they all dance together. They got like super happy to just like be together and cherish life, you know? And it's like, I just had this moment when they were all dancing and just like super happy. There were like 10 people dancing, but it was like 
this was their ability, like their opportunity to celebrate this wonderful woman's life, you know, and like while she has the energy and while she can still dance. And it was just really beautiful. So I was like, this is so cool. Like, this is really neat that you get both of those opportunities and like you still feel this like great feeling of fulfillment, you know? It's no feeling like that because um, like I remember being at my nine to five job that I had, you know, in insurance and sitting at my desk feeling like this is not how my life is supposed to be. So do you, did you ever have like a feeling like that? And then now you, you're, you're where you are now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I was in the musical theater world, it started to feel that way. Like it started to feel like there's a certain element where you're cast in a show. So it's like, you are a puppet to like the director and the choreographer and all the people, you know? And so for me, I just had a moment like, who am I? Like, am I this, just this actor in a show? And like, I'm facilitating the show and helping people like, I don't know, feel inspired by that show. That's cool. But am I supposed to be doing more, you know, is like my, cause I feel like it's so important to come into yourself and like find your light and find what you like to do and find what like makes you feel brighter. And like, when I found that, I was like, no, like this isn't how I'm using it the best way I can. Like these are the ways I can use it better, you know? So, so when you took that time off to, I guess, kind of like find yourself, what were some of the things that you did? Did you just like, you know, have some me time and sit back and get a massage and light candles all over the house? Like, what did you do to, you know, kind of find yourself and, and figure it out? I did a lot of yoga and meditation. Like for me, I thrive in constantly moving. Like I'm like a to-do like list expert. Like I'm like this, 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 that like, like I fill my days with this to this time, this to this time. And like, I just needed to stop. Like I literally just needed to be like, I need to pause and breathe and just be with the people who understand me, which is my family. Like I spent a lot of time with my family. I spent a lot of time with my core friends that like know and love me and like just accept me for exactly who I am, you know, like being around that tight core community and then meditating to like get back into, okay, how do I feel? Like, do I feel this way because that person feels this way? Or like, do I feel this way because like, I truly believe this, you know? And so that was like super beneficial to me. Wow. I love it. I love it. And then, then DJ Melody came out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness. Like so many exciting things are happening. Like I worked, I've worked with just so many incredible female DJs. And so for me, like, and DJs in general, like, I mean, I'm not like sexist, right? Like I do love good DJ just in general, but I was just so excited when I started my company that it would mean that I could do whatever I wanted. So it was like, you know what I mean? It's like you, you have the ability too to be like, I don't want to work with those people or like, I don't want to work on Friday. I want to just like take a me day and just do whatever you want, you know? And so like that, that is like the epitome of now I've like reached my peak of I'm happy. Like I get to make decisions based on like how I feel and what I want. And 
Like I now can help other female DJs succeed by bringing them onto my team. And I'm just so excited. Like I've just got, I don't want to have like a huge DJ company. I want it to stay as like a very specialized boutique DJ company and like specialized service for my area and wherever I travel to. So it's just like two people that are full-time DJs with me and then I'm training two more, but it's good oh, stuff. Okay. See, I was good. I was getting there, Melody. Okay. <laughs> there. <laughs> so, okay. So tell me about Melody and company. This is your company. This is your baby. When did this start? When did you start your business? The Melody and it, company. Yeah. 2017. I was getting off of Carnival, Carnival Cruise Line. And I was like very tired. <laughs> I was like, I've been partying seven days a week nonstop with all of the people on Carnival for like a year and a half, like two years. So I just wanted to settle down, like be in one place. And so I chose Virginia Beach, where I'm from. I'm from Chesapeake, which is like right next to Virginia Beach. And so, yeah, so it's been running since 2017. I've been slowly building takes a lot to trust people, you know, like (laughs) make sure people are going to represent you and your brand. And like, so I've just been slowly growing my team, like gradually over the years. So how, how did you pick? So I know you have DJ love her and another female DJ. um, I can't remember her name right now. What's her name? DJ Mander, Amanda. Okay. And how did you find them and decide like, I want these dope female DJs to be on the team with me. How did you find them? How did you figure that out? So I had an interview process with like friend who is also a DJ owner, like a, of a company. He's a DJ and owner of an entertainment company. We had these like random interviews and we were like, let's find out like who DJs around here. Let's like work with them, you know, because like we, we wanted to grow our community and of like other small businesses, like other small companies. And so DJ Love Her like came to our random interview thing. Wow. And so she was just like talking to us and we were like, yo, like she's amazing. And so then um, I brought her on to just do like little events for me, like here and there, like no pressure. And she'd been like, she had been DJing longer than I had, but I was at the same time, I was just like, okay, but will you represent like what I'm doing the same way? Cause it's like, if you don't, like, if you're different, if you have a different personality or, you know, <laughs> you aren't going to fully like embody whatever I'm doing, like, it's fine. Like, you have all the success doing whatever you want to do, but it's not always like a good fit for like my company, you know what I mean? Or you, you know? And so I started working with DJ love her and I was like, Oh, you're amazing. Like you just get it. And like, you know what I mean by get it? It's like, you just understand how important the class, the client and guest experience is, like we've talked about, like you just have like a certain level of professionalism. You, you know, are passionate about what you do. I mean, I think like certain qualities of a DJ, it's like, there are DJs that just DJ, but then there's like DJs that like truly are obsessed with what they're doing and like care about it. Mm -hmm. And I think like, when you're more in that mindset, you like go above and beyond to like make sure whatever event you're doing is important, you know? And so she had that and she was just, and she's just amazing. She's like 
consistent. She has the best equipment. Like, like, like we, we just believe in all the same things. So I was like, yes, girl. And then uh, another DJ Mander showed up for an interview to be like my personal assistant. And I was like, I'm sorry, like you need to be a DJ. <laughs> like you, you're, you know, it was like one of those things where I was like, uh, no, you were, you're like a natural born DJ. And so I actually trained her like from the ground up. And so she's been working for me and DJing weddings now. So it's so exciting. Yeah, now I remember you telling me about her last year and she's doing yeah. weddings now. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's just amazing. Like everybody has a different like learning. I, I feel like, you know, like a trajectory of like how quickly they learn or like what they're good at or whatever. And she's just naturally good at weddings. So I was like, let's go. Like she shouted me on like 50 weddings. And then I was like, yep, time to go. Let's, let's do it. We're doing it. Like you're, and it's like through the shadowing process, it's, you know, it's people like you've worked with before. It's like, you're like, okay, I'm going to ease them into it. Like now you're going to DJ and I'm going to stand back here. And you know, it's like, so it's not just her like watching and then being like, go to a wedding. Like I would never do that. <laughs> and I, I love how you said, oh, she shadowed me for 50 weddings. Like, so <laughs> when did you have 50? Like, I know last year you had like this goal of having a certain amount of weddings, right? Yeah. Yes. What was that goal? Tell everybody what that goal was. I think it was like, it was like 60 weddings or like 75 or something like that. For the year. That is a lot. That's a lot of weddings. I, I know, but it, it's a goal. Like you got to try to reach for it. I don't know. Did, didn't you? Didn't you reach yes. it? Yes. Did you surpass the goal? I did. And it was funny because I was like talking to my, my really good friend. She owns a photo booth company and a photography company. And we were just sitting there like talking and chatting. And she was like, yeah, Melody, like, did you reach your goal? And it was like, it was like halfway or like three quarters through the year. And I was like, oh, I didn't even check. Like, I don't even know. Like I was, I'm so focused in just like being in it, you know, like just being fully in it. And so I randomly was in this coffee shop and like, I was like, Oh yeah, I've got like 65 weddings. It's like, woo, <laughs> let's celebrate. Let's have a shot of espresso. Let's go. <laughs> I, a shot of espresso hot. <laughs> uh-huh. I love it. I love it so much. Like what are some of the things that you did to reach that goal? Like, were you like networking like crazy? I'm sure word of mouth had some, a lot to probably do with that too, right? Because you're, yeah. you you're DJing other weddings and people are seeing you or people are referring you. Like, what are some things that you did to reach that goal? Yeah, I think that it comes down to like your good reputation, right? Like every single event, being nice to every single person in that room that you're working with, that you're not working with, like just being kind, being open to being flexible, like working as a team with whoever you work with, right? And that comes down to like, the cake person, the photographer, the videographer that, and then also like making those connections with those people. So like most of my weddings come from referrals and you know, like nine times out of 10, a referral is going to book you over some like Joe Schmo that they like see on the website, you know, like they're going to be like, I just booked this photographer that I trust to do my wedding this photographer now recommends Melody and company. Like I'm of course going to trust my photographer that I now trust a DJ in my wedding, you know? So it's just important to like create those partnerships. Like I have a, a preferred, you know, vendor 
list of like all my favorite vendors and we all help each other out and recommend each other for lots of different events. And, and it's just like, yeah, it's, it's all about like uplifting people, encouraging, like helping people, like, you know, not knowing, you know, like the whole wedding or who at whatever event, it's like, it's not just about the client and the guest. It's also about like working as a team and like having a good relationship throughout the entire event with your vendors, like with those people. And so like, we, we heavily focus on that. Yes. Yes. I agree with everything that you said. And one, one thing I wanted to know is have you ever DJed like a club or anything like that? Or what other events have you DJed? But because it seems like you focus on special events like weddings and things like that. Right. And uh, mm-hmm. 90s birthday parties and stuff like that. Did yeah. you, uh, I guess, did, did you ever like DJ a club or anything that anything else besides these types of events to figure out, you know what? I like this. This is what I'm going to focus on. This is what I do. No, that's exactly what I did. When I was in Orlando, I like, before I got Disney, there were a few months like before my audition where I was like, I have to DJ wherever I can, you know, like I can't just like, you know, I can't, I'm not going to like walk into Disney world and be like, I'm ready. You know, like I had to wait, I had to plan, I had to prepare for that. So in the meantime, I actually DJed at City Walk at Universal Studios, where there's like a bunch of clubs. And so I was DJing there. I was DJing at Senior Frogs. And the, I will never forget this one night at Senior Frogs. Like literally the goal when you walk into Senior Frogs, like the goal of the staff is to get people drunk. Like that is like the goal. Like you literally are like, woo, like we're on vacation. And they're like, great. So we're going to now get you wasted. Like that is like literally the goal. And so if you can only imagine, like I'm DJing in this like club bar or whatever. And so you just have constantly like drunk people just being ridiculous. Right. And so there is, which is fine. Like I'm all about it. Like I support, I heavily support people like, you know, doing whatever to celebrate life. But there was this one time when this girl came up to me and I was playing some Pitbull song and she was like, you need to play something that people can dance to. And I was just like, what? (laughs) I was like, if you can't dance to Pitbull, like get out. Like Pitbull is like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care like how drunk you are. Like what? Like, what are you doing here? You know? And so like, and she was really offended. Like she was really upset. Like, I can't believe like you would play Pitbull and like expect me to dance. And I was like, well, first off it's senior frogs. So like I'm playing a majority of Latin music anyway, but, and then like Pitbull, like some Miami fusion, whatever. And so it was just really funny. And so, but it was one of those moments where I was like, I need to be somewhere else. Like I, I need, I need to like be somewhere where I will be respected Mm. because like I care like way too much about the guest experience for like these people who could like care less about like whoever's DJing this nightclub or this bar or whatever you know and I'm not saying that's like always the case like I'm not saying like every time people walk into a club they're like whatever DJ like I think people do want to have a good time, like genuinely wherever they go, you know, but like for me, I just wanted to, it to be a consistent respect that every single time they were like ready 
for like to to be you know entertained and to like respect that that service that I would be like providing of you know course. of course like that wasn't I, I don't that probably wasn't that bad well the way that you're making it seem like it wasn't that bad but right. it was probably really annoying and I'm sure that you handled that so well and she just walked away yeah, I was just like, okay, like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't, I didn't get into it with her. Like, we didn't have like a fight in the parking lot or anything, but, um, <laughs> I was like, you want to take this outside? I'll play some pit bull for you while we, while we smack each other around. No, I'm just kidding. No, like for me, it was, it's just one of those things where I don't know. I also feel like sometimes as a female DJ, we are looked at differently than like if, we were a male DJ, if I'm allowed to say that. I'm and not allowed to say it. It's true. It's true. It's almost like pe- like people dem- like think we're gonna be way better. Like what? Like especially in a nightclub or a bar, it's like, ooh, like you're a female DJ. Oh, like you're not dressed like super sexy. So like therefore you must be like super talented. And then it's like every little thing you do, they're like, well, I would have mixed that song differently than this, you know? And it's just like, for what? Like, you don't do that to your guy friends that are like randomly DJing who like randomly got this gig, you know? It's like, they're, we're just held to like a different standard sometimes. Yeah, unfortunately that is the case sometimes, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna even like really... <laughs> You don't have to. I didn't mean to say it. I'm not allowed. (laughs) I think that all of us female DJs have experienced that before. You know, there's been times when uh, guy DJs, they would be next to me watching everything that I did and be like, okay, yeah, come, you should um, start blending it in now. And I'm like, if you don't get away from me, because you're absolutely right. They would not do that to another guy. They wouldn't do that. So- You know, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. I think now they're starting to respect us and how we handle our business, how we handle our crowds, how we handle everything that has to do with DJing. And I, that's so funny because I was going to ask you, have you ever been in that situation where a guy came over to you, another DJ came over to you and tried to kind of like coach you while you're DJing? Yeah. Well, there was this one time when I was at Disney World and I was at Atlantic uh, Dance Hall, which is like right on the boardwalk there where like there's this really cool place where I actually was music video DJing. So I was like mixing all these different music videos together. And when you're mixing music videos, like you're a little bit more limited because the video has to like blend in too, right? Like you can't just it's, it's more also about the art of that than just like songs. Right. And so this guy came over to me and he was just like, Oh, like you think you're like a great DJ. And I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, I'm just DJing. And he was just like, yeah, like, well, I, how about I go, I go in there. Cause like there was a little gate, like you can just like go up to me, right. For protection, like security purposes. He was like, how about I go in there and like show you a thing or two about DJing? And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, who are you? Like, what are, what is this happening right now? And I was like, no, I'm good. Like, thank you. Like, have a nice night. 
he was like, no, like really, like you, you need like a few pointers. And I was like, where do you DJ? And he was like, oh, well, like right now I'm just DJing at my house, but like, um, you know, I've done like some bars and stuff. And I was like, okay, well, when you're making a hundred dollars an hour at Walt Disney world, like at another place, like, and you're on my level, like then we can have a real conversation about pointers and like talks because like at this point, like what you're saying to me, like, doesn't matter at all. Like I, I was just like, and so for me, it's like stuff like that has happened in the past, different levels or whatever. And you just have to take it and like say, okay, this isn't anything to do with me. Like this is this person's insecurities like being projected onto me because he obviously has like some issues with himself or with whatever, like, you know, being a DJ or thinking that, you know, making talking to me that way will make him feel better about those things. You know, it it really doesn't have anything to do with me. But at the time I was just kind of like, okay, well, that's cool. (laughs) Like, Oh, disrespectful on so many levels, but you know, there are, you know, a lot of male DJs and it's so funny because, you know, I started uh, the female DJ association and uh, a guy, he sent me a message and he was like, you know, I don't think that, it should be like female DJ or male DJ or anything like that. And I'm like, yeah, I agree with you. But unfortunately, that is the case. And guess what? I'm a female DJ. So this is why I am creating this for the female DJs. If you, you know, if you're not okay with it or whatever, you, you don't have to, you know, follow or you don't have to agree with it, but that's what you do. But I'm doing it for a reason to build my female DJ community because I feel like we need it. We need yeah. it. We're out here. And we're supporting each other. We're networking with each other. And this is something that we need. So, you know, but there are some guys that are supportive and they don't do disrespectful things like that. You know, I have some great mentors that are, are males and they, they've been very supportive. And I know yeah. you have too, you know, you have some, a, a mentor that is a male, right? Yeah, I've got a few like, and they're amazing. And I I work with a lot of like local DJ companies in the area that they're like, yo, I'm not available, but like, please hire Melody and like all of her girls, you know, like they're very, very supportive when it comes to like, just seeing how hard we work and like what we do and, you know, like admiring like that in general is just really nice that, that they can, that they won't feel like intimidated by it. It's like, they just, they enjoy that, you know? Exactly. And, you know, unfortunately, there's things that we go through as female DJs that they won't they won't ever have to deal with. So we need to come together and talk about these things so we know how to handle it. Just like we're talking about it now. Like if we listen, female DJs, they need to know that if somebody comes over to you, a guy comes over to you, this is what you should do. This is how you can handle it, because sometimes we just don't know. And we handle business differently as well, too. So. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll figure it out. They'll, they'll, they'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> they will. And I think that the more female DJs like hone into their own like natural skills, like just by being a female, like the more like we will be respected. Like, for instance, like I feel that I'm a better wedding DJ in a lot of situations because I'm female, because I'm so emotional. 
So it's like, for me, I like really, really connect with the bride and like her experience with all of her friends and family and all of her favorite people being in this one room together for six hours. Like, when is that ever going to happen ever again in her life? You know, so like tuning into like the sensitivity and the emotional side of this experience that, you know, it's like, for me, I tend to be more emotional because like females in general, not completely, but like for the most part, like we are just more emotional beings, you know, we think with our emotion. And so for me, it's like using that as a skill to make me stand out, like not just as a female DJ, but like as a DJ is so important, you know? So it's like building this community of female DJs and being like, yo, use this strength, this one, this one, this one, like, you know, be encouraged by that other female DJ. Like, don't feel threatened. Like we need to work together. Like we're not, we're not at odds. Like we're not competing. We're com- everybody is competing, but there's plenty of work to go around for everyone. Like at the end of the day, you know, very, very true. No competition. Let's collaborate. Let's come together and work together. I'm all for that. I'm all for uplifting and motivating and encouraging and inspiring DJs. And I know that you are too. So what is one piece of advice that you can give an aspiring DJ or even an experienced DJ? If they want to get into this DJ business and yeah, uh, anything about the DJ business, because that can go for an aspiring DJ or an experienced DJ. What's one piece of advice that you would want to give them? The first thing that comes to mind is I feel like, especially experienced DJs can hear this, is the party is never over. Like if you are at an event and like right away, everybody doesn't immediately want to dance. Like, and there's four hours left or there's like two hours left. I feel like sometimes our ego gets in the way and we just like shut down and we feel like, oh, okay, well, these people aren't dancing people or like these people just don't like my music or whatever. And I feel like that's not always the case. I feel like you are the facilitator. Like you are the person to like create this dance party with whoever you have. And I feel like anybody with the right type of music, with the right type of vibe and energy that you create, you can create this type of environment with anybody. It's not like just dancing people or like, oh, well, they're smokers and they all went outside. So like when they come back, like they don't really want to dance. Like, no, like all of that is your ego. Like it's not, it's not real life. Like that's just your ego making you feel better about the situation. The truth of the matter is you're there to entertain these people. And sometimes it's not the dance party that you thought it was going to be or the exact way that you were going to talk to them. And so for me, I just feel like it's really crucial to remember that because sometimes like DJs will talk to me and they'll be like, oh yeah, you know, the wedding was a flop. Like nobody danced. And I'll be like, whoa, 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 like why though? Like because of them or like because you gave up on them like 30 minutes into their dance party, you know? Like, so for me, it's just, that is like a big deal. And, And also just like the core belief of like not letting your ego get in the way anyway, like ever, you know? And so I know like I struggle with that, like, cause I care too much all the time, like about how people think and like of me and how I'm being perceived and all of this. Cause I'm like constantly a people pleaser. Like 
like, like me, like do whatever, you know? And so, which is like, yes, that's great because I care a lot about the experience, but then at the end of the day, I'm like upset if they're not happy. Right. So it's like this push and pull of like, what do I do? Like, how can I help create the best party ever? You know? And so just, yeah, I would just strongly suggest like getting into it as a DJ, especially a young DJ, like, don't get upset. Like as soon as you're like, oh yeah, I got this plan. And you like play all this music and it's, it's not working. Like, it's okay. Like just do something different, you know, like keep pushing because people want to celebrate life, especially after the last two years, like they're ready. They're ready to get out. They're ready to like drink and eat and and meet all the people and do all the things. So it's like, yeah. You are absolutely right with everything that you said. And, you know, when you do start to like come up, come down or get off this high or whatever, when you see people not doing what you thought they would do, they can tell, people can tell, people can feel your energy too. So you yes. gotta, you really have to watch out for that. You have to keep that energy up because they will start to imitate you. But if you start like backing down, like, oh gosh, this is a flop. They feel that energy. So we yes. also have to be mindful about that stuff. So I have one more question for you. Okay. Fun. So as DJs, we play lots of walkout music, you know, like for your weddings, like, and stuff like that. You know, you're playing music for the bride and the groom and stuff like that when they come out. So what is your walkout song? What is the song that you want to be played when you are coming out anywhere? If someone is introducing you, what is the song that you want them to play? I want you to dance to it. Act like you're listening to it, dance to it. And I want to know what lip color you're wearing. Uh, <laughs> they're playing that walkout song <laughs> oh my goodness um I'm wearing this like pink by Maybelline by the way for lip color and my walkout song would probably be like Pond de Floor like by Major Lazer and you gotta show me the dance to that how you doing <laughs> What you doing to that? Let me see the chair dance. Okay, right. no, listen, you got to get up for that. So it'd be like, hey, like, <laughs> like you got to go like around with it. Like, hey. <laughs> you, you have to, you know, pond the floor, right? Like, yes. Okay. I was about to say, like, yes. Pond the floor is my jam. You got to be like, <laughs> yes. Are you are you about to play it? Like, what are you doing? Hey, it's like run the world, you know. Like, hey, I love Major Laser. You are so cute. You are the best. I love you so oh, much. I love you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming through and supporting me. You've of always course. been very supportive, and I'm just so happy to see you happy. I'm so Thank happy you. to see you blossoming and blooming into this fabulous, dope business owner doing great things in Virginia. Okay. All of Virginia, not just that one, one place. Where did you say? Chesapeake Bay? Virginia Beach. Yeah. You're yeah. all over Virginia. Okay. You're all yeah. around the world. You've been around, you know, doing great things. So I love you. I appreciate you. And um, thank you so much for spending your time with me please let of course, everyone you're know. amazing thank you thank you you're so sweet 
please tell everyone how they can reach you, how they can get in contact with you on social media, website, all of that. Okay. Uh, well, my personal account is Let Me Be Your Melody. And I just started my new business page where you can see all the ladies jamming out at all their events throughout the year. And that is DJ Melody and Co. So DJ Melody and spelled out Co, C-O. And then also, if you want to visit my website, you can go to www.melodyandcompany.com. And your website is absolutely fabulous. I love it. Thank you. I actually met someone on Clubhouse who like designed websites and I needed like a revamp because I was like, I've got all these like amazing ladies and I want to show them off better. And I'm sitting over here like learning how to do it. And he was like, I got you, girl. He hooked me up. He's amazing. Great website. Make sure you follow her. Go visit her website. She has some music on there too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, check her out. She's dope. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to She's the DJ podcast. I hope that you enjoyed yourself here. DJ sisters, if you would like help and support to build your DJ business and elevate your DJ skills, sign up for our email list to get news about the launch of our female DJ association community called The Studio. You will also get tips and resources, giveaways, and a lot of other great information to elevate your DJ business. Go to djqboogie.com forward slash about FDJA to sign up. Connect and interact with us on Facebook and Instagram at Female DJ Association. See you soon.